Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. So happy to be talking with Sherry Giancarlo of With Interiors today. How are you, Sherry? I'm well, and you? I'm good. Um, so we, um, I'm so happy to get together with you because we are talking about the chapter that uh, you did for our book, um, Embrace Your Space. And um, I'd like to hear what drew you to contributing a chapter for this. Will you just talk a little bit about what sure. drew you to it? Sure. Well, when your uh, request went out on Facebook about the idea for this book, um, it immediately captured my interest because um, as an interior designer, I have, um, I go in houses all the time. So I have, um, I think, uh, interesting perspective from that point of view, as well as my own personal um, experiences with space. And also, um, I wanted to talk about my son's uh, perspective on space versus my views on space. So it's kind of a three point um, attack on this chapter that I thought made for an interesting read. Yeah, and I, I love I'm doing that by the way. Oh yeah, no problem. And I, I love in your chapter how you do that, right? You talk about how you've worked with clients, you talk about your own personal experiences. And it's interesting to look at um, you know, our kids, our the next generation. We were talking just before um yeah. we got on uh we turned on the live part of this um, about our children and, and their beliefs around minimalism and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's cool yep. to look at how these things shift. Um, will you tell me a little bit about the work that you do at With Interiors? Like what type of things are you so, doing? So um, I am a one person, small business um, interior design company, and I create uh, unique interior designs for uh, people with everyday budgets. So um, they really don't break the bank and they deliver a lot of um, change that people are looking for that. Um, I always kind of consider myself a puzzle solver and that I have to be the eyes for the people that can't see the vision um, for their home. So um, I've been very successful in um, making a lot of, uh, of my clients happy with just um, some, some changes that uh, were really not all too expensive. So it was, um, it's been good. <laughs> That's so wonderful that you can do that with people. Cause I know, you know, what drew me to write this book is this idea of our, you know, having our space be a comforting, peaceful, aligned space where we can really relax in. And sometimes it's hard to see that vision, right? If you're in right. your, your own right. home, it's the way it's been. You can't, you might not be able to get out of your own way enough to see right. what it could be or to and experience that, a different way. And I also believe that um, everybody brings something to the table. So for example, right now, um, I, I'm done working with these clients and they're going to hire me again, but um, they're scientists and they, their brain thinks a different way. And um, this woman likes a lot of different things, but doesn't know how to pull them all together. So when I pull it together for her, she's completely amazed um, and, and considers things she never thought she would consider before. So I just 
received a compliment from her yesterday. She has a, a little girl who's eight years old and her friend came over and said, I love everything about your house. It's so comforting. <laughs> so that was a nice little compliment. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And I, it's so nice too, that you are, um, that you do it in a budget, in a wise yes. way, because I, yeah. I do think there is something about you know, interior design or bringing someone in to help with the home that might feel like out of reach for most yeah. people. And yeah. it doesn't need to be right. I know that right. in talking with you, the way that you do it, you actually look, look at what they can spend right. and what, so that you can do it in a way that's supportive of, of the real so life. What separates me from like, maybe what people envision as a typical interior design firm is I basically cut out the middleman and I create, um, I create PowerPoint presentations that uh, provide vignettes of the spaces so that my clients can visualize what, like the paint, the flooring, the draperies, the furniture, all of those things are gonna look like in one space with um, uh, lighting and carpeting and all of those types of things. And then I provide links to those items for them to purchase directly. So. And I shop at places that most everybody shops like Wayfair and Target. And, and so I'm not really, um, let's say uh, a designer that shops to the trade. So mm -hmm. I make it affordable for um, the, you know, the average everyday budget. So, um, and that's been, um, I think it's a niche in the market that is um, something that I've captured and, um, with the advent of uh, all the design television shows, um, interior design has become more prevalent in the daily vocabulary of the home. And um, people are seeing, you're like, wow, I want that too. And um, so I'm able to make that happen for people in a reasonable way. That's so cool that you do that. I know when I, well, you know, I'll look at Wayfair, I'll look at the different websites and like I dream and I think of all this, but when it actually, I picked a rug for it in here, my new apartment, yeah. it took, I cannot tell you how much I stressed about this rug. I spent so much time trying to, is that the right rug? Is that the right? It's so nice that you can help people not feel You should have called me. I, I would have told know, you in five heck? minutes. <laughs> you would have been like, this is the rug. Right. Right. <laughs> now I know because we don't, you know, I think this should be an easy decision, but it isn't always right. And no, so sometimes no. it's helpful to have someone that knows what they're doing to actually yeah. come to help. And it's nice that you found a way to do that yeah. without having, you know, during pandemic where you're doing things, a lot of virtual a things, lot, yes, right? a lot yeah. of it is ways that you can help people. And people way. are so, kind of trapped in their homes these days and they're realizing more and more how important the home environment is to their sanity. So um, yeah, I, uh, I've been um, kind of doing interior design my whole life in an unofficial capacity. And then eventually I went to school and I got my bachelor's degree, um, a bachelor of science in interior design. And um, it's just a, a natural talent that I have that's backed by a, you know, a professional um, piece of paper that's saying, yes, I do know what I'm doing. Um, and, you know, it, there, I, when I'm working with somebody, like in one particular space, there are hundreds and hundreds of decisions that I have to make that people have no idea that I'm considering 
you know, does this metal finish work with that metal finish uh, in accordance to the flooring I selected and the lighting? So um, that's where people get trapped. They are often living in um, disharmony and harmony actually is my favorite word. So I like to uh, bring that into spaces. That's so lovely. And Thank I know you. Um, you picked a part of the chapter that you'd like to read with yes. us. Can we go into that? that would yes. be okay. Um, so the name of my chapter is Layers of Life. And I'm going to start at the beginning with a story um, from a client's home that I went into. Um, and I'm just going to kind of just continue with that story and not delve into all the other juicy bits. <laughs> okay. So um, as I pulled into the driveway, my mind began taking notes. Nothing special about this house, a ranch, not neglected, but it needed some TLC. The worn path in the gravel driveway leading to the house indicated the side door would be my entry point, like a Monet's painting. Far away, the landscape is crystal clear, but up close, the individual brush strokes are apparent. I did not dare hang on to the railing as it tilted away from its base where rot had its way. As I knocked on the door and waited, I could see through the disheveled curtain barely attached on the other side of the door. My eyes met with the messy assortment of stuff that littered the space that I was about to enter. After several knocks on the door, my client finally answered and we cordially greeted each other. I thought to myself, that if the sun porch was any indication of what the rest of the house looks like, I understand why it took her so long to get to the door. Through the door, I was surprised that I was not overcome by the disgusting scent of a litter box, rotting food, cigarette smoke, or the putrid smell of dead rodents. Although I had little hope for this project, I took notes and shared polite comments. I have been in many homes, but this one was overwhelming. I could feel the pulse of suppression, the smell of desperation, and see the wreckage of one's soul. She was a kind older lady, small in stature. She appeared tired, but eager to talk to me about her plans. She was able to carve out two seats at the kitchen table so we could discuss me designing a new kitchen for her. Everything showed its age. It was dingy, dented, worn out, and outdated. She was the house, the house was her. And I understood her desire for change. Sadly, I told her that a new kitchen at this time was not a good idea. I explained that I could not even move around in the space to obtain the dimensions. She began to cry and succumb to her reality with a posture and words spelling defeat. The problem could not be solved with a new kitchen. It was deeper. That day, my role had shifted from a professional in design to the needed company of a compassionate stranger. I gave her hope and that is what she paid me for. I do not know if she ever completed the tasks that we outlined, but that day at her kitchen table, she understood she needed to embrace her space in order to have a better one. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it's interesting with this is she reached out for help, but didn't know, yeah. right? It's like, I need something new, but she yeah. could maybe identify what that thing was, right? Or who she needed. And yeah. that must've been hard in your place to be like, okay, 
I need to just be here with this woman. Yeah. So what ended up happening with me that day is I actually created a, um, an organization plan for her. Um, in like 10 minutes, I wrote it all down on paper and kind of like step one, step two, step three. And um, later that evening, I got a message from her and she said to me, um, I swear you were an angel sent to me because you inspired me. And she got started right away on, on this organization. But she did see um, after I spoke with her that um, a new kitchen wasn't going to solve her problem because her problems had to do with people in her life um, having taken advantage of her and, you know, a relationship issue with her husband and, you know, things like that, that a new kitchen wasn't going to solve. There, if she had a new kitchen, she would just be dragging all of that into it. So it was not a cure. It was really, um, I think, a diversion for her that was not going to solve the problem. Yeah. And that, that's an interesting thing to look at with all of this is to actually look at um, the, like the psychology behind why, yeah. what is the root problem here? Why, yeah. why is it felt like, why is, is there yeah. not room to walk around? Like what, what's the, the history behind this? Um, yeah. Cause there's like a she reason could not people get rid are of doing anything. Right. She, cherished everything and um you know it's like for example there was a uh, a cart next to the kitchen counter that had three giant coffee cans on it filled with pens and pencils and I'm like why do you have all those and she goes oh I have grandchildren I'm like how many grandchildren do you have <laughs> and, um, like, oh, 53 three. grandchildren yeah and it was uh you know she could supply an entire first grade for a whole year with all of those um writing instruments but um you know as i as i said i don't know if she ever continued cleaning on with the project um or finding someone that would have done a kitchen for her um i knew that for me it was going to be um a more of a psychological task than a than a a task that my business was really willing to handle. So um, I always say too that my job really is 90% psychology. I do have um, a lot of psychology and sociology classes under my belt and I really understand human psychology. So every time I go into, into a home, I have a quick read of a person and um, can come up with a way that, you know, that I can speak their language, let's say. So, um, you know, there's like a lot of people that are very um, money focused or there's other people that are very creative focused. So, you know, I'm able to shift my uh, verbiage that is uh, sincere, I want to say too, that, um, you know, that I do have a true understanding of where they're coming from and um, are able to help them hopefully get to their goals. Yeah, and it's so it's a testament to who you are as a person that when you are in when you are in this situation, that instead of promising someone the moon or like, oh yeah, yeah. I can do that, that you were able to pivot and give her what she actually she needed. really yeah. needed in that moment and and also protect yourself, right? As as yeah. business owners, we don't want to take on projects that right. aren't aligned with what we do, right? And right. Um, so it's nice that you could have that kind of foundation to, to not. And yeah, the, the psychology of why we, it, it's funny because people can 
put on different shows in a lot of different places, right? Yeah. But when yeah. it comes to the home, it really is a reflection of, you know, their past and who they, yeah. you know, who they are, their mindset. And so it's so nice that you can weave in that, that understanding of psychology when you are um, helping people and supporting them. So, yeah, it has been a real benefit that I have that, that behind me and a, and a compassion too for um, human beings and their experiences. Um, there are designers out there that um, don't really come across that way. And I've run into some experience where clients have, have hired me um, because I'm relatable <laughs> versus, um, you know, what, are you crazy? You, there's no way you could do this. I'm leaving. <laughs> you know? so. right. Yeah. And um, so I, how do people connect with you? What is your website? How do they, if they'd like to work with you and learn more about your work, what's the best way for them to reach you? So you can reach me at Sherry, um, that's S-H-E-R-I at W-I-T-H-I-N-T-E-R-I-O-R-S dot com. Or you can reach out to me by phone at 860-316-4742. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time, Sherry. It's Thank a... you so much. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving.